Hey guys, how are we doing? Uh, welcome to Let's Talk with Matt and Johnny. I brought on board Sanjay Patel as our resident life coach. Just having conversations, contact with anyone who needs it, um, with anyone who is struggling at the moment uh, with anxiety or anxious feelings or uncertainty or fear. The aim for this podcast is to provoke everyone to get together and talk and hopefully save lives through conversation. This podcast has been created from multiple discussions with the three of us talking about mental health and anxiety. In this podcast, we'll be covering a multitude of different categories, from dealing with stress, how to overcome anxiety, to talking about current issues and what we're all dealing with today. Bringing everyone together more as a community than ever. We hope you enjoy our podcast. Thanks for listening. All right, cool. Hey guys, how are we doing? Uh, so this is episode five um, and we're going to be talking about work-life balance today on Let's Talk with Matt and Johnny. Um, so this one obviously at, the, at this present time, um, we are, a lot of us are either working from home, uh, having to adapt a lot of our businesses currently or how, we're, how we are used to are doing our normal uh, daily life. Um, and you guys, obviously, it's, it's changed quite a bit, especially for you, Johnny. It's changed quite a bit by um, by being working from home and, and trying to have that kind of set routine um, as well and what you're used to. Um, so things have changed quite a bit for you, haven't they? Yeah, massively, yeah. Yeah, um, massively. Yeah, go on. No, go on. No, I was just going to say go into it, mate, just to see how... Yeah, just, yeah it's just changed. Same, same for everyone that has their own business, if they're out and about not working online i've never worked online before so uh, as soon as we got told that you know lockdown was about to happen next day it was time to change my business model altogether um so yeah it's a change but it's amazing how i've got into a routine now and it's my new normal um and i'm actually really enjoying it to be fair the whole virtual stuff Johnny, I see you on your Instagram stories, and oh, I know when you're when you're not when you weren't doing the virtual classes, you were doing classes, but you weren't doing as much fitness because obviously you're going around the class stuff. But now you're actually having to do the whole fitness thing. You yeah. look exhausted in some of these, like yeah, some of these yeah. days. You're just I am done. Like, yeah. and I've never used to see you like that. How is that affecting you? Um, well, I would say I'm the fittest I've ever been. I actually did my body fat percentage the other day <laughs> with my calipers, and I cannot believe it. I was like six percent body fat, wow. which is ridiculous. And it's because What's the norm? I'm teaching about like 12, 20. To, well, yeah. for normal people, it would be yeah. it would be like yeah, about 20, 25. Wow. Okay. So <clears throat> I'm teaching about twenty-two to twenty-four virtual classes a week. But it's a completely different concept because when you're online, it's just you and your iPad. Mm. And I'm not one of those people that's just going to stand there and talk to an iPad, go and count repetitions, come on, keep pushing yourself. I want to give my energy off to those people that are following me up in their homes. So I'm constantly doing it all the time. Whereas when I'm teaching, face-to-face is a completely different concept. Yeah. Completely different concept. It's a different, completely different format of teaching that I'm doing now. I mean, it's all body weight now, so I need to demonstrate, and I'll demonstrate when it's face-to-face, but it's with equipment, and it's just different. It's a different concept. So I was talking to another trainer the other day, actually, uh, like yesterday, and he said exactly the same as me. There's nothing better than face-to-face value, but changing your business will make you a better person. Mm. 
Yeah. And it, prob- it probably has really. It's, I've seen a different size. Maybe it's something I could take virtually when we go back to normality. Um, but yeah, stressful. But that's it's going to be stressful, stressful, stressful times for everyone, right? Yeah. Um, but I've, I made four points and I've actually written these points down when uh, we got told to go into lockdown. And my four points are this. Set your priorities. Track your time. Concentrate on one thing at a time. And also schedule something to look forward to. And I followed those four points throughout the whole times that I've been doing working from home effectively. Otherwise, yeah, nice. I'll just lose. I will lose it. I will lose it massively. I'll just all my work will go into work, and I'll forget about going out for a walk, going out on my bike, going out with my girlfriend, doing this. Do you, do you see what I mean? And yeah, just get all combusted. Like work is just going to hit me, and I'm just going to explode. So I've really had to nail those four points. Yeah, that's interesting you said that because I think you've got probably one of, at the moment, one of the most important roles mm. for people's mental health. <clears throat> like it's so, people, I was watching a little clip on the news and they were interviewing this woman. She must have been about 65 years old. First time she's been out in like four weeks. And she was like, I felt my mental health was rapidly declining and I've never, ever felt anything to to depreciate my mental health. Um, mm. And she goes, just to get out and do a bit of fitness, a bit yeah. of walking or whatever it might be. So yeah, I think you're like, you, you've seen it. Obviously it's, it's, it's massive at the moment because people are just trying to keep their mental health sane. So I think, yeah, yeah fair play to you, mate. Like, um, yeah. but it's also important <clears throat> to keep yourself and your cup full before you can pour out into others. So when yeah. you're saying those four points, it's massively important. Like, like I said last week, I think obviously I needed to change my business quick but maybe I changed it all too quick. I didn't have actually have time to sit back and go, right, well, just stop for me for once. Mm, I'm very yeah. good at putting everyone else first and then leaving myself behind. I'm really good. I'm, I'm, I do that all the time. But like you said, yeah, I do need to make valid time, which I have been doing, you know, an hour a day. I was having it's a conversation yesterday. You what, sorry, mate? Yeah, I was having a conversation with someone yesterday about this and, they, and I said, like, you know, when people don't value their time and they make them a self a priority first, that's mm. when it starts to decline. And this is the same with anything you do within business lifestyle, like whatever choice you're making, if you're not able to look after yourself as a number one priority, how the hell are you supposed to go into your business and help other people? How are you yeah. supposed to make an impact in the world? How are you supposed to help your family? Like you can't do any of that stuff. Yeah. It's so, so important, which is one thing which people do overlook. I overlooked it for 31 years of my life. Yeah. Now, like, I, I, I would class myself as a self-care advocate. I love it. I love yeah. it. Like, yeah. why would you not? But yeah. it's so important for you to, yeah, doing what you're doing and have, have that realisation that you've done it is, is yeah, it's important. It's a good and point. also, what, one, thing, one thing I was talking to this trainer about yesterday, and at the end of the conversation, was like, right, go and take this quote on board for next week. And I've actually wrote a quote down, and he literally said, work smarter, not harder. And do you know what? That is so true. Yeah. Not about how many hours you, oh my God, I'm working 12-hour days. It's about what you're doing in that time. You're obviously not making the most of that time if you're working 12 hours a day. Does that make, yeah. if that makes sense? Yeah, 100%. 100% agree with that. Yeah. yeah. And, that's, and that's, you know, I mean, we've had numerous conversations over the years, Johnny, about you know, the fitness industry and both working together and stuff. And, um, you know, and again, it's, it's being able to utilize your time so that you're not having that burnout, you know, of, of 
putting all your energy into that business, all your, your downtime of putting stuff into content for social media and doing all of that, that, you know, as well as doing your normal hours to try to, you know, give that time to your clients and, and time to, to the people that are paying for it, that you've also got to do that stuff as well outside of that to kind of get that image across or get that, that message across really. Yeah. Um, and that takes time, doesn't it? That takes your own free time to try and build that and, and do that, you know, um, all the video content and all the kind of, you know, imagery and everything else. It takes, takes time to do that. And again, it's, it's making sure that you're utilizing that time correctly. Um, and, and those points that you mentioned there, Johnny is, is great. And I think everyone can, can use that towards, you know, no matter what you do, whether you own your own business or not, it's just making sure that you're actually making time for yourself and you're, you're prioritizing things, Definitely. you know, and making sure that you're not just, you know, focusing on everything um, rather exactly. than like putting them down into, into small bite-sized mm-hmm. chunks. So yeah. I really also think you've got to be, what I like, because I hit burnout. I think we, well, I think everyone's had burnout, but like you say, trying to do everything in out 12 hour, 13, 14 hour days and burnout. When I hit burnout, which was a pleasant experience when I felt proper rubbish, was probably ill for a couple of weeks. That literally reset my mental, well, my mentality. I've got to sort it out. Otherwise, if I'm not working, my business is not going to work. You know, and I think burnout you know, I don't like really talking about it to be fair because I'm, I like to be this positive person, but sometimes you have got to talk about it for people to understand that Yeah, definitely. you are allowed to burn out, if that makes sense. Mm. You know, you're allowed to be tired, you're allowed to take time out. Whereas before, when I hit burnout, well, before I hit burnout, I was probably just ignoring that, that voice in my head, you've got yeah. to stop, you've got to start. I was like, my, boss, my business is not going to succeed if I'm going to keep, you know, but working, if that makes sense. It's, it's tough. So if that's one thing I've struggled with is definitely this is a massive subject for me and something maybe I still struggle with now, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and how, and do you think that you would have realized that probably before, you know, did it take the burnout to, to be able to make you sit back and realize to actually go, look, um, yeah. I need to stop now. Otherwise you would have just carried yeah. on. Yeah, I, I've got to be honest, I, yeah, I just carried on, no idea where my mental state would be. No idea. Mm. Do you know what, it's so interesting, you hear, hearing you say that actually makes me a little bit emotional because it brings me back to the episode where I had my burnout. And I remember, as you were saying, Matt, like I had to kind of wait for it to happen before I yeah, actually did all... something about it. And yeah. I remember this so vividly, like it, I remember it sort of creeping up on me. It's almost like I had that feeling, but I just wanted to ignore it. I didn't want to do, I didn't want to deal with it. Um, and this was just before I hired my coach as well. And I remember this so vividly and I was sort of by myself. And you know, when you're working by yourself, like in solo business, it is, it is lonely. And then I remember walking down, it was, it was pissing down and rain outside. And I remember walking down to my local park, my hood up, like raining outside. I put my headphones in, but I wasn't actually even listening to anything. And I just sat, went down to the park and I just sat there and cried for about an hour. And I was just like, this is only last year. And I was like, what on earth was I doing? And then yeah. I was just like, and I remember texting my friend at the time and I was just like, I'm so sorry. I haven't been in contact. Like, don't really know what's going on at the moment. I was just so confused. It's such a weird yeah. time. But as soon as that happened, 
like I went back, I went, I remember coming back home. I just went to bed. I was just like, this was 11 o'clock in the morning. I just slept for the whole day. And I remember the next day I woke up and I was like, absolute revelation. I was like, right, what is going on? I remember calling my goal, reaching out to my coach for the first time that next day. And then that's when steps started to change. And because I've had that support and that mechanism there, I've never slipped back into that because I know the balance yeah. now. I know the work-life balance you need to have. I'm, I'm I, I, strategies with it. I refer back to what you said. Uh, I think it was last week, Sanch, when you said surround yourself with positive, like-minded individuals. That is exactly what I've done. Yeah. I literally just spoke to Matt, rang up Matt, and was like, what do you think? What should I do? And he, obviously from years of experience in the fitness industry before me, as Matt did train me to become what I'm doing now, that was probably the first person I went to because he understood why, why I felt like I did. Yeah. But I could talk to my mum and dad and everyone else and they would be there to listen and take for the emotion, emotional side. They didn't yeah. get that concept of how it. the industry works. Yeah. So I reckon I always would say to someone, talk to someone that you trust in the industry that you're in because they've got, every industry is completely different. Yeah. Everybody, they have their different work focuses are completely different. Hours are different. Mm. Um, so yeah. So yeah, I, in all fairness, I do thank uh, Matt for like guiding me, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's it really emotional, emotional right now. <laughs> it's getting emotional, eh? What are we Ooh, doing? It's just big girls. <laughs> didn't think this podcast was going to get to that point. But, this is um, going big, no, no. <laughs> no, it's, it's real talk. It's real life stuff. Like, yeah, this yeah, is man. what happens. And people need to know about it. This is one reason, you know, we have these conversations and we end up surrounding ourselves with people like you two. Like, I never thought I'd be jumping on a podcast with you two and having these conversations week in, week out. But it's so refreshing. Mm. to understand like you know yeah. when you're not just sitting there by yourself you actually are like as other people that are, that are doing this and it's that yeah. i just think it's so so important so important yeah definitely. definitely and i think i think the thing is like i said you know we've between us either individually or, or together as, as the three of us have, have talked about you know a business and talked about different things um whether we like I say, whether it's in our specific industry or whether it's on speaking to other people in their other industries, it's, it's understanding owning your own business and being that person, that face of that business and trying to do your utmost to try and do that. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, and you know, it is your baby. You, you want to make sure that nothing is available to, nothing can come in to hurt that or, or whatever. And it's, it's one of those things, isn't it? And I think there's, and like you say, Johnny, it's, it's being being able to speak to to like-minded people, or to be able to speak to people that are either in the industry or at least understand the industry um, that mm. you're that you're working in. Um, and you know, and again, that could be you could work as a collaborative thing in the future. Again, it could be anything. You could be a, a hairstylist. You could be a you know makeup artists as well Sanjay from some of your podcasts is you know is is that you can work with or, or, or even just talk to other people just going like, how are you finding things how are you finding this current situation you know and, and again obviously Johnny you said you, you know you've reached out to a, to a couple of other traders um that have are on the same journey as you they're they're working the hours they've had to adapt their business and and do all of that and being able to understand going actually look we're actually doing all right we're doing okay you know we're, we're trying to do our thing and, and trying to um you know adapt the business to suit our clients but not face to face and try and still get that energy and that you know that encouragement across which is which is you know 
a massive thing. What would your what would your so when you're talking to your um Sanj, when you're talking to uh people that are self-employed with their own businesses and they and they come to you and they say, Look, I'm finding this challenging, I've done I'm 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 struggling basically with that life work life balance. Like what would your top, I don't know, three tips be to that individual? Or 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 three tips that you've worked for yourself that have worked yeah. for yourself. So not, so I mean, do you know what? It's interesting one because it always comes up with every single client I ever work with. And I'm all about like being able to coach them on them rather than their business. For example, if I'm coaching a makeup artist, I wouldn't start coaching them on their makeup business because I know nothing about makeup. But like, and like, this is one thing my coach told me was like, just be able to coach that person individually so powerfully that they're able to excel in their business and get over stuff within their business. And it can be, it can be things like when they're, when they're struggling with, with their business or they think they're struggling about their business, they're not actually struggling about their business. They're struggling with themselves and their inner demons or whatever it might be, or their inner issues that they may have. Like it's not actually to do with their business. It's to do with them. You know? personal. And I've had the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's always a personal thing, but what we do, we betray it onto our business but and we use our business as an excuse. But realistically, yeah. if you actually look deeper, which is exactly what I do, it's never the business, it's them. So then yeah. we start working on that and then they're able to inject that into the business. That's why I'm always like, I coach them, I coach you, not, not the business. The business. Yeah. And that would yeah, be the yeah. same with any high performance coach. And I've, I've, I've learned a lot of stuff off some high performing coaches. They're all about, I, co- I, you know, I, I coach big CEOs of these big companies da, 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 that are earning like millions and billions of dollars, but I don't coach their business. They're, they're like, oh, I want to grow my business or I'm struggling with this. I'm like, fine, but I'm going to coach you. They yeah. can't coach them on their business. So that's my biggest, biggest thing about if, someone's come, if someone comes to me and they're struggling. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Another one to add to that uh, is learn to say no. Oh yeah, massive one. I think that's a massive one. How many Terrible people do you well. think? I know, I'm the same. How many people do you think you know that would be afraid to say no? Exactly. Like there's a lot of people. I reckon ninety percent of my people that I know in my life, yeah, including family, and friends. Especially when you're starting your business as well. You you know yeah. You're just any opportunity that comes your way, you're like oh, that's going to bring a little bit of thing that could open another door that could do this. You're always going to say yes to stuff. And, you know, knowing that when... But what, what point do you say no? I think it's, you don't want to say no straight away. You want to be able to ask the question is that I've got this opportunity. How is this going to benefit me and my business? What is this yeah. doing? You know, how much time is this going to be taken up? Yeah. Yeah. And then if it's not, like I've done many times when I've just taken on a client for the sake of taking on a client. I'm just like, I used to do this quite a lot. And my coach is like, why are you doing that? Say no. Is that going to benefit you and your business? Is that going to serve you? Is that going to make you become a better coach to be able to serve and make more impact on other people? No. So just say no and be okay with saying no. And then he's taught me to like, every time I, I look for, for new clients or I'm creating new clients, he'd be like, look for the no, don't look for the yes. Because the yes lands in the, living, lands in the world of no. So basically now I just look for no's. And it's a really weird backwards way, but a powerful way of, of yeah. when I look at my business and it, and it, it's interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah, it's mad. Well, I'll spin that back on you then, Johnny. What, when did you realise to say no to 
you know, to to potential clients? No, I'll tell you a story. So basically, I've my diary is Ramo, right? And I've just took on a client, and I've took on a client because I thought I met her, and she was anxious, and she was had all sorts of different issues, and I knew I could, I knew I could do work on her, and I knew I could help her out with the exercise front. And to be honest, I was so I felt really sorry for her, and I thought, Do you know what, I really want to help you, so I just took her on. And then I went to my diary, I looked at my diary, and I was like, I just can't fit her in. I don't feel like I could give my energy and my time to her. So I, I had to let her down. I, I literally had to tell her, I just can't take you on. So I've got ongoing clients that I've been training for the past two years. They're, I'm not just going to stop one of them. And I, and I felt awful. Honestly, I felt awful that night. I was like, I can't believe I just let her down. That's probably about the hundredth time someone's let her down in her life after hearing previous stories. And it just, just hit me, it hit me like big time. And then I was like, Johnny, you got to sort your shit out. You've got to say no, mate. You know, or, or, or start a waiting list, which now I've got. I've got a waiting list and everything's more structured. If I think someone needs a longer period of time, I tell them straight. I won't just go, yeah, I'll book you in. Because um, I, I was just, my, my personality is caring and I just want to care for as many people as I can. But like you said before, Sanj, you've got to think of yourself sometimes. And back then, I wasn't looking after myself at all. I was just like giving all my energy to all these people and then leaving myself way behind. Um, and that is literally uh, now from the date, well, now onwards, last year, year and a half, so I've just said no to stuff that I think I, I can't do. Mm. The fact of the matter of that is, is that even if you did find space and to, to take her on, you wouldn't have been serving her in the most impactful way you could have been. No. You would have been so busy and like you didn't mean your time, your, your headspace wouldn't have been there. That's the quality, quite, the quality wouldn't be yeah, there. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But now I, I, I completely resonate with that and I used to do the same and I used to book out coaching calls for 12 hours straight thinking that was the hustle it was the grind and i was just like then i look back and i was listening back to the recordings and something and i was like that's not me that's not even how i coach that wasn't a yeah. powerful conversation like what am i doing yeah. now i turn away probably 70 percent of the prospective clients that i could work yeah. with or that might it, want to work with me just because i know it wouldn't work and i want to focus my time on where i can really make an impact in our, in our industry in the fitness industry a lot of pts are taught to just throughout since I've been a trainer is it's all about how many clients you've got like I've got I've got I've got like 90 clients great mate so how are you feeling at the end of the week after training 90 clients feel absolutely knackered wiped out are those clients getting quality of your training probably not are they getting a proper service probably not yeah okay your, your bank balance is looking amazing but does money bring you decent business don't know yeah, don't know. For me, for me, no, exactly. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. And again, it's going back to that point you said earlier, Johnny, about working smarter, not harder. You know, it's it's yeah. it's being able to, you know. And again, when we'd had the conversations before, you know, and you were doing the the PT, the one on the one on one uh, stuff, and and travelling to people's houses or or people coming to to you or meeting at a, a neutral location. You know, and then going to do the, the group classes like what we did in, in the boot camps yeah. and stuff and unbelievably successful and miss those days to be fair. But um but yeah, it's it's um you know, doing the group classes and then being able to actually say, Look, you know, I've I can give my time to a number of people at the same time. Um but at, at, for them was at a, a reasonable 
price as well. It's something that is affordable for them. It's you're yeah. getting the training, you're getting the energy, they're getting a good workout. And that's why people come and, you know, in their numbers they do is because they're able to still get all of that and, and be able to, and you've obviously adapted your, your business to, to kind of suit that, to be able to get as many clients as possible, but at a, you know, working smarter and not necessarily yeah. always going, you know, and trying to do every hour under the sun, um, yeah. which is always, you know, can be very difficult. So yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, so yeah, I mean, we've covered some really, you know, quite deep stuff there <laughs> talking about all our, our work um, and our previous, previous works and previous lives and stuff. Um, but, um, but I think it's, you know, it's really, really good. Um, and um, I think we're going to probably have to continue this into next week's podcast um, because we're going to have loads of different hints and tips of what you can do potentially to uh, help you out in the future. Um, again, going along the lines of what we talked about already. So um, thank you for listening. Thank you very much, guys, for your input for this week. Um, absolutely fantastic. Um, and it's great to talk about our businesses and, and, and how you guys have adapted over this time and also how you've evolved uh, your businesses over over that time. But yeah, listen, next week we'll go through, uh, obviously, again, hints and tips of what we think we could do, again, to try and help with that potential burnout that you feel that might be coming, um, but also how to set that kind of routine and stuff in the future. So thanks very much, and uh, we'll see you next week. Hello, guys. Right. Cheers, Ciao. guys. Bye-bye.